Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Chub After Dark. Yeah, baby. I'm here with Jeremy. Isaac's on vacation. We're talking about movies. We're talking about an ape fighting a lizard. That's right, baby. Now, I know we haven't done a movie review in a while. Uh, we kind of did a Snyder Cut review, but it was more of like a Snyderverse review. Yeah. Which... You know, for what it's worth, these movies are similar in one aspect, and that is that they both look like video games. Yes, I can um, fully agree with that. Um, the, I, 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 I did not enjoy this movie. Jeremy, what did you think? Uh, see, I, I had a good time watching this movie. Um, I didn't have any illusions going into it or during it that it was going to be like, oh, this is amazing. I just grabbed my popcorn, I watched a giant ape fight a giant lizard with fire breath, and I turned off my brain and brain. Had, a, had a good time. Now see, that sounds like the way to experience this movie. Mm-hmm. That, it really does. It sounds like that's how you're supposed to watch this movie. I, on the other hand, have a habit of when I'm alone and in my home mm-hmm. watching a movie... I tend to overanalyze things. Yeah. Because I'm bored. Obviously, this movie is not meant to be watched <laughs> at your house, which we have two different viewing experiences of this movie. And I think that that is an important thing to note. Yes. Um, because you saw it in the theater, uh-huh. and I saw it on HBO Max. Yeah. I had a horrible time. I didn't, I didn't have a horrible time as in, like... Uh, I wasn't enjoying myself because I was enjoying myself making fun of the movie oh, okay, yes, the yes. entire time. Uh-huh. But I would argue if anybody heard me, they'd think I was a crazy person. Oh. I was talking out loud <laughs> about how stupid the movie is. Are you kidding me? They're going to the hollow earth? They went to the middle of earth <laughs> and Kong got an axe to fight the big lizard. Uh, spoiler tag, whatever, who cares? We're, we're spoiling this movie. Yeah. I'll just, yeah. I, I I, if you have any investment in the, in the <laughs> Kong and Godzilla franchises, fucking watch it. it it's like, look, alright, it's pretty simple. It's called Kong versus Godzilla. They fight, and it's it's cool. That's really all you need to know. And um, then they it, fight it, Doomsday. It's weird. And then Batman and Superman fight Doomsday. Yes, at the end. yes. Now, okay. Did you like my, my, thank my thought God about... they didn't say Martha. Oh, thank God thank they didn't. Thank Yeah, thank, thank God they didn't have... I mean, it was almost like they were one line away from from getting the Martha treatment, or they're like, "Why did you say that name?" Godzilla smells like Kong's Kong. mom, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Like, there is some so spoiler, deep spoiler. Mecha Uh-oh. Godzilla is in this movie, which I thought was pretty neat. And then he's controlled by Ghidorah's. DNA, which also has his like soul in it, and then he, they find a power source in Hollow Earth that yes. Kong gets or that he, Kong finds. He, yeah, he finds it and it gives him that axe, and it charges the blade, and he's supposed to use that to take on Godzilla. Yeah, and that same power source. <laughs> Is uh, supposed to, it, it, as in, it, as in, his brain makes that connection yes. when he sees the axe. And then, so they, in Hollow Earth, they can upload so the dumb. fucking signature or whatever. They don't have any material. They just they just copy and paste. They it. copy and paste, and the, they say, "Oh yeah, we have enough energy now." The energy like, signature. What? They copy the and paste the the energy signature, and then Mecha Godzilla immediately starts running on that energy signature and then it goes rogue because of course it does cause because because of course it does because because that's what mechagodzilla is supposed to do i was like when it was controlled by the asian guy at first mm-hmm. i was like okay maybe we're dealing with some pacific rim type shit yeah right yeah and i i was I thinking that, that too i like that i i liked 
the way that it was brought in, it seemed very logical. A guy was like, hey, we need a way to compete against Godzilla. And then Godzilla's like, fuck that shit. And he blows up the research facility. And people are like, whoa, what's going on? But he's like, I don't want anybody to know I got a Godzilla in the basement. I don't buy that shit that Godzilla would be like, I know you're making a giant titan. Like, I was like, well, yeah, because... Why are you angry at this Godzilla? <laughs> so it's like, if, if he knows that, he should know damn well where Kong is. Exactly. He should know exactly where... Because he attacked the specific yeah. lab mm. where they were working on Mechagodzilla... But yeah, he's left Kong alone for this long. Like, if they said, oh, uh, he can smell the DNA of Ghidorah a mile and a half away or something, I don't know. Yeah, which, um, um alright, so let's, <laughs> let's kind of, let's track the plot here. We already sound quick. crazy talking we about sound, this movie. We sound like fucking Alex Jones conspiracy theorist it's, talking about this movie, because well, it is, because if that you guy, think about the plot for one second, yeah, it, just, it, just, it falls <sighs> apart completely. Just poof. <laughs> but remember the the guy, the janitor guy. He's basically an Alex Jones podcaster. He really is. Yeah, bra, bra, uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Yes, I, um, I believe that's his name. He's great. Mm-hmm. He's great. Oh, he was this. fantastic. He's in the fantastic movie. as a conspiracy theorist <laughs> podcaster guy. He's great. Um, and uh, I, I liked um, Julian Dennison, the kid from Deadpool Two. Um, he wasn't. He wasn't as funny as he was in Deadpool 2 because he had a lot of more profanity in that movie, obviously. He was just used as the goofy kid that says, um, oh my god, where are we? Yeah, where uh, are we and, going? and then he, he says uh, the thing, he says, no, that's Mechagodzilla. I, yeah, I was like, literally eh. rolled my fucking uh, eyes when he said that. He's like, no, that's Mechagodzilla. Mechagodzilla. I was like, oh <laughs> I'm like, boy. shut mm, up. This is for all the idiots out there who couldn't already figure it out. Thank you, Chris Terrio's script writing. Oh no. Um, no, no, Chris Terrio would have actually had Kong say Martha. No, probably. That, that not, yeah. Uh, Fuck. All right, so let's go back and track the plot a little bit. Um, so, movie starts off. We are introduced to... Um, the Brian Tyree Henry Brian character. Brian Tyree Henry's character. Who's doing, doing voice, that podcast. A little voiceover podcast talking about... Um, Talking about that organization, I already forget the name of. Yeah, a- the- Apex. Maybe, yeah. Apex, whatever. Apex um, Legends. Whatever, blah blah blah. We're introduced to the big bad guy of the movie, which is the company Apex Pharmaceuticals the, or whatever, uh, like biotech or something. Apex Biotech, and it's the run anti- by it's run by one monarch. one mustache twirling villain. Uh, it's very charming. Who Mexican I thought accent. who I thought throughout the movie they actually couldn't get back uh to film the scenes with Alex Skarsgård, so they got his daughter to I thought that that he wasn't going to come back. I thought that they started filming this movie before COVID. Oh. And then cuz if you look at Alex Skarsgård's haircut in the oh, first yeah. scene he comes in, it's like, why did he get a haircut in between his first scene and the next scene? I don't know. I What was the point any, of that? Anything could have happened, but I think the idea was when we first see his character, he's like this kind of disgraced guy who everybody laughs at him, but then in comes like, the mustache-twirling oh, villain. He's like, I think you're right. I, like, I think you can help me. Which, and he goes from being all like, oh, I, I'm a failure at life, to Oh, I, now I'm clean-shaven and I look really nice. Which I, I thought Skarsgård. that he was going to have some kind of, like, villain turn. I thought that Alex Skarsgård's character was going to have some kind of villainous arc. He didn't really him. have a whole lot of character development to go no, through. He because didn't. any chance they He got a haircut. Yeah, any chance they had at developing his character, they kind of just did a left turn away from that. Which was another thing that made me think maybe there'll be a director's cut or something because I, I felt like and, and uh, Lance Reddick was in this movie, he had two lines. He had two Lance he, he, fucking Reddick had two he, lines he, in this movie. They probably said, Hey you want to be in this movie? Kyle yeah, sure. Kyle whatever Kyle, Kyle Chandler, Chandler was a waste in this movie. The 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 human, the humans that were in King of the Monsters aren't in this one, but they still had all of the humans that that were were added to the plot to get the plot going. That still made the movie stupid. Yeah, they had the same problem that King of the Monsters had, where uh-huh. the human plot is dumb. Yeah, you just want to see monsters fight, and you you get that, but it's like it's like. If you're watching it at home, you're like, what am I doing with my life? But if you're watching it in the theater and you're distracted by the popcorn, 
the candy that costs you thirty dollars. <laughs> the the crazy old guy in the back of the theater is masturbating. He's masturbating, <laughs> which was definitely you. That was definitely you. That was definitely you. Your dad was in the middle, and yes. you were in the back. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, and I did the the old so, penis and the popcorn trick. You know? So we we are introduced to our main characters slowly throughout the movie because I think up until like I I think I paused it when the last character was introduced. Uh, yeah, because they bring in they, Millie they bring Bobby in, Brown. They take a, a while to introduce everybody, and and the little girl who Kong has a connection with for some reason. Because she's um, deaf and she can feel his heartbeat. Yeah, no, I liked the fact that she was deaf because it wasn't just like another Millie Bobby Brown. I mean, yeah, you had to give her some kind of other character trait. Otherwise, yeah. she'd just be Millie Bobby Brown. No, I, um, I think her being deaf worked because we got to see them communicate with sign language. I thought that was pretty. Dope. I liked that a lot. That was pretty I liked dope. That. Did she just communicate with the monkey? Did the monkey just talk? That's what that uh, girl said on that Eliza ship. Gonzalez. I was glad she when is, she got crushed. She is a beautiful person. Um, she's hot, but like she's I don't literally think she's just very a, good she's at She's just acting. a face yeah. for the movie. Um, Even, I, I thought when she appeared on the ship, when, <laughs> when she came to, to tag along on this Hollow Earth expedition, that her dad hired Alex Skarsgård to go on. Yes. Um baited him to go on so they could get the energy source for Mechagodzilla. Uh-huh. Which, why would they assume that that would be something they would find in the Hollow Earth? But Because whatever. of course it is. They've, because they've of course searched, it is. They've searched everywhere else. Of course uh, it is. Or, or like I, is. I like to say lately, for the convenience of the script. For the convenience of Chris Terrio's wonderful no, script. Who no. wrote the script for this movie? Uh, I don't remember. Because um, he should only write guy. these kinds of scripts. Maybe he'd be good at writing animated movie scripts. Yeah, I mean, maybe so. Chris Terrio just shouldn't touch a pen or pencil ever again. He should nope. be banned from touching all keyboards. Let's look this up, Jamie. Hey, Jamie, can you look that up I'm, for us? I'm Jamieing this right now. Right. I I think that. All right, Godzilla vs Kong. I think it's interesting that both this movie and uh, Kong Skull Island never refer to Kong as King Kong. It's just Kong. So maybe he'll take that king title later on down the line. I don't know. Maybe it's because uh, he got his fucking ass whooped by Godzilla. I don't think he he's the king of the monsters, if you know what I'm saying. He might be the king of Hollow Earth. Yeah, I think he you, is if now. Because he has they, his own they, throne and everything. Yeah, they kind of like allude to that with all the statues of Kong. Which was which, weird Who as the hell. fuck built those statues? Other Kongs. I'm assuming. Because <laughs> you remember he has that just, thing that there's that just a bunch of giant on the door. Monkeys. Yeah, I don't know. And there, there was there was um... It's, it's a lot. In Hollow Earth, so where he gets the axe, there's uh, rows of seating. As he's walking down the walkway to, to put the thing Oh, on those weren't steps? Thing. No, those weren't Because he was walking on a ramp, and there were, like, seats next to I those. I thought those were steps. No, 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 no. Huh. He was walking down a ramp. Mm, so why would there be a ramp and then steps and steps? Architecturally speaking, that makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, so they probably were like bleacher seats or something like that. Why were there bleacher seats in Hollow Earth? Uh, so were they, they watching Kong baseball? They're watching ape concerts? Yeah, dude. Alright, uh, let's see King who wrote Kong this plays movie. a beautiful heart. Music composed by Junkie XO. I actually liked his score for this movie. I hated his score for uh, the fucking Snyder Cut. There's a lot of things to hate about the Snyder Cut. Um, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, like it, God was, damn it, who wrote this fucking script, man? Isn't there like a Wikipedia link, like second or third? IMDb. Or something? Let's see. Oh, IMDb says, "What does IMDb say?" Uh, cast and crew, writers. Oh boy, um, it's kind of a long list. Wow, there's, oh, there's like six, people five there. writers on this. Screenplay by Max Bornstein, Eric Pearson. Story by Zach Shields, Michael Doherty, and Terry Rossio. Oh, Michael Doherty was the guy who did uh, King of the Monsters. Oh, God. He was I think, that, I think that was the worst of these movies. I like I, This movie is better than, than King of the Monsters, I think. Okay. I think because it's not just... This, this is King of the Monsters, but kind of turned down a little bit. This one has a lot more... Uh, 
It seems a little more focused. It's a lot more focused. Yeah. And that's that's saying something because <laughs> it does have to focus on two monsters. Uh-huh. Instead of Godzilla King of the Monsters was like, There's like four humans, 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 humans. Godzilla saves the humans. And then humans, 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 humans. Godzilla saves the humans. Here. Oh, by the way, Mothra just hatched. By the way, another monster. Yeah. <laughs> that's And then like nine more show up at the end. But he does explode the thermonuclear fire, which was cool as fuck. He, like, totally that incinerates la- Ghidorah. That last, like, fight scene in King of the Monsters gave me Justice League 2017 vibes. It was very red. Yeah, it, it was. was very, it was very but colored. I don't know. Like, okay, tilted. I have less of a problem watching a three-headed Hydra with lightning breath fight a giant lizard with blue fire breath because it's just like that's so outrageous that it can't be real but it's cool to see on screen but when i see superman and wonder woman and batman and whoever <laughs> the fuck else is tagging along doing the same thing in slow it motion it looks in slow motion it just like i don't it's even one thing a i shit. will say that i like about this movie more than i like justice league the snyder cut sure is that there's no slow motion thank fucking god because they didn't go wow that shot that computer animated shot is very impressive. We yeah, should the, definitely focus on that. There for might 10 have been seconds. only one instance of that when Oh, when he was coming down with the axe. Yeah, into, when he, he charges the, Godzilla with the axe. That's I didn't I think, think that, that only... was cool. I think the entire movie was building up to that oh, for sure. shot though. For sure it was. You can you can do that in slow motion. Because if your whole movie is building up to that one shot, you can do that. Yeah, because that's that slow motion used properly. It it adds some gravitas to it. Absolutely. It, it makes Absolutely. it like Okay, this is a really important moment, and we want you to soak it in. But Zack Snyder's like, everything's important. Everything needs to be in slow Ugh, motion. Everything needs to be in the fucking movie. Yes, we need it to be <laughs> we always, long. We, we, we have a problem of going back and talking about previous things we watched and either hated or really liked. <laughs> it was the little things for a while, oh, and shit. now it's now it's uh, the Snyder Cut. Um, I... I <laughs> I yeah. get, if it took the Snyder Cut for us to forget about the little things, I'm okay with that, though. <laughs> we'll never forget about the little things, Jeremy. It's like the little I, things I, that get you nominated. I messaged Isaac <laughs> yeah. in... Uh, I was texting Isaac while I was watching this movie yeah. and, and texting my thoughts to him throughout the movie. And at the end, I was like, I think... Because I had forgotten about the little things for a second. Uh-oh. I said, I think that this is the worst movie I've seen all year. Uh-oh. And he said, there's no way it's worse than the little things. And I said, oh shit, you're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not worse than the little things. But I think that goes back to my perspective while watching it. Yeah. I was not watching it on a big-ass screen in the in the setting I'm supposed to watch this movie in. And I was I, watching I it. I even offered you a ticket, and you're like, no. Well, I no, I actually think it's better that I experienced it in a different way than you. I, I guess I, can I, guess it, I, can see I can give point. it a different perspective. Yeah. I, I, I can give it the, the that. perspective that we're going to be watching movies from in the future. Because Probably. theaters are going to be more of a novelty that rich people use. I'm going to be using the theater every day for the rest of my life. All right, so where are we in the story? Um... Uh, I don't know. Kong, Kong, <laughs> uh, so oh, mustache yeah, twirling, mustache twirling guy who runs Apex Bio Biotech bio um, goes and hires Tarzan yes. to <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to go to <laughs> with Tarzan <laughs> to go oh to Hollywood, which he looks like shit. By the way, when they when they <sighs> they did a really good if it was makeup, good on them, but they made him look like. Shit, his eyes were all baggy. Oh yeah, he uh, was intentionally made to look like trash. Great job on the makeup department for that. And um, and that kind of speaks to his uh, visual transformation later on, which I thought was odd. I I didn't think that it's it important. Was, I didn't think that it was earned though. It's important. They just gave him a vest from Back to the Future. Yes. And, and <laughs> Dorkier thinks he's gonna drown. Well, she actually kind of almost did. Uh, and and they they he's like. Uh, I want to hire you, uh, Tarzan, to go to the center <laughs> of the earth to find out where the kaiju come from. <laughs> and they have a they have uh, evil mustache twirling villain has an Asian sidekick whom they only have so he can say Gojira. Yes, they only have him so he can say Gojira. 
I am glad that they have to assume that guy was Japanese. I believe he was. Yeah. Yeah. I believe okay. he was. I mean, he almost has uh, to be, right? I like this haircut. Yeah, he had a I pretty good. His, he had it. He had that he had pretty uh, fresh, uh, assassin fresh ninja assassin vibe haircut going on. Oh, I like, like uh, ninja assassin. Is a good movie. I heard that that's like an interesting action. It's movie. bloody as fuck. I, I'm I'm but interested. To it's see a it. lot of fucking fun. Uh, Rain is the is the main actor in that movie. He's, yes, he's the, he's the ninja assassin. Um, he's a very very popular Japanese uh, actor. I would highly recommend Ninja Assassin. I would like to but, see it. But with the, almost the same caveat of this movie, like, it's it's for fun. But I like... You can't take it seriously. I like action movies more than I like this kind of stuff. Where yeah. Where it's just, it's schlock that's animated. Yes. Right? Ninja Assassin has stunts. And, oh, yeah. Oh, there's, <laughs> and, there's a lot of blood uh, and a lot of violence. Uh, maybe and... character development. I don't know. This movie doesn't <laughs> fucking have any. Uh, um... Oh wait, no. Kong gets character development, which yeah. is the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, they give it to the monkey. Um, I liked that actually better. I liked his character development better than um the Peter Jackson King Kong from like two thousand five. But isn't um, that a better movie? Overall, yes, it is. But <laughs> and the fucking CGI holds up today, bro. Yeah, the the, the King oh Kong. Oh my god, it's so good. Is still pretty good. Um, I just like, and, and I think part of it is that Peter Jackson's King Kong is so faithful to the original that it, it also like comes with some of the faults and the flaws that the original mm. King Kong has. Yeah, that makes sense. But it's still really good. Mm. Um, but like the last line where Jack Black's like, it was beauty that killed the beast. I'm just like, come on. You didn't need that. You could have just ended the movie and it would have been okay, but you just had to get that last line in there. But like I said, that's yeah. inherent in the original. Um, uh, but like, also that movie is, is a different, it's a totally different kind of movie. It's a different structure. It's it's more of an epic than I think this movie is. I, I think that... Yeah, it's more like a standard monomyth type story. I just... Uh, man. This... Uh, so so we go... We, we have... Evil Mustache Swirling Villain hires Tarzan to go to the Hollow Earth and he's like, oh... I need I need a guide. I need a kaiju to guide me to the to Hollow Earth. And <laughs> yeah. he thinks he thinks, "Oh, I know this chick that works with Kong. So, I'm going to go to her." Uh and we see Kong and he's and he's in an uh he's in which a I never saw I never saw Kong Skull Island. Oh, see, I think you <clears throat> Now, it, is it that important? Maybe not, but I would I would still recommend seeing it was um, he in was he in that little cage area? no no so okay in kong skull island which i thought was an interesting wrinkle they introduced in godzilla vs kong but in kong skull island uh it takes place in 1973 so chronologically it's the first one but uh they go to skull island which they have satellite images of mm-hmm. and it's surrounded by a gigantic hurricane and they have this really neat scene where they have this uh, flight of helicopters that has to bust through this hurricane to get to the island in the center. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sam Jackson is the leader of that squad. Uh, and then once they get there, then it's a really cool-looking paradise. They've got all these neat-looking creatures, and uh, there's a lot of the, like crazy shit. And then they do something to piss off Kong, and he shows up and starts kicking their ass. Um, but in this movie... They said that the storm that once surrounded Skull Island has actually now kind of like swallowed the island whole, so it's perpetually in a storm now. Okay. And the only way that they could, I guess, preserve Kong or keep him safe or whatever was put him in a giant enclosure, kind of like Jurassic Park. Okay, so that's why he's in that enclosure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he's been in that enclosure for thirty years now. I yeah, I don't know. They 40 they years? never really say like and he, it, and he, he doesn't start getting pissed off until now. Cause he, because he because he can smell Godzilla. Oh, he smelled Godzilla. I I don't know. That's whatever. I mean, the, he threw a fucking spear says. at the at the in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Uh, he, he grabs for, a. Does tree. he do that often? I don't understand. Like the, he just he gets mad and he he strips a tree of all its branches <laughs> and and he lobs it at the leaves dome. and he throws it at the dome and he breaks the top of the dome and it's like oh he's in an enclosure what. It's like, okay, get on with it. I want to see them fight. Well, and, and that's like another thing where it may have been nice 
to have a little more backstory with Kong before this, but it, I guess it wasn't, like, super necessary. Not really. I mean, it's a giant ape. Yeah. I mean, I liked the fact that we got a little more of Kong in this movie than we did Godzilla, because we've seen him in two movies before this, but we'd only seen Kong in they did, one. Yeah, they did a good job of focusing on the one we needed to see more of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, the, the part where they dropped him off in Antarctica... I thought was pretty good because he's like never seen snow before and he's like what the fuck which that that I will say the animation was very consistent the yeah. CGI was very consistent I there were some scenes in King of the Monsters that I thought looked really bad mm-hmm. like that end fight scene but I didn't think that anything was you know anything to point out as being bad I can't think of any scene where the CGI was was bad in my opinion and that goes for any of the scenes where the humans were next to the like godzilla or or, Kong or, or, or in hollow earth or whatever the yeah. fuck it looked all looked pretty fucking good to me to be honest um yeah no matter how ridiculous it got where they go into hollow earth and the the ceiling is just the ground again it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> but they, Kong climbs a mountain, and there's these rocks that are floating in the air because that's where the gravitational equilibrium is, yeah. and all that stuff. Even though it's ridiculous as hell, it, it doesn't look bad. Nope. It nope. looks pretty convincing. Nope. But if you think about like the science behind or whatever, you're just like, oh, this doesn't make any. Don't think about sense it. At all. Yeah. Don't think about you it. You can't. Don't think about it. That's exactly what I did when I was watching it, and I. You're not. Don't do that. If you do watch it at home, make sure you watch it with a group of friends, and you're gonna turn your brain off. Maybe take a little. Maybe get, get drop a, little a couple beer. edibles. Maybe do you know, that. Get, get get some uh, get some Jack Daniels if on the you're, table. If you're at home, you need to be intoxicated to watch the movie. If you're going to the theater, you may enjoy yourself. Um, Stop by the bar anyway. <laughs> Stop by the bar anyway, as Jeremy would always say. Yes, I'm very uh, known for hitting up all the bars. Um, uh, so we get Kong. Kong is now. So so we've we've met our our Kong connection, which is a little girl and her mother. It's not her mom. Uh, Oh, her, it's like her. her she, she's the the scientist who can adoptive talk to Kong, and she kind of like. Well, looks she takes after the care of her. Yeah. So did the little girl come with Kong? Were they like a package deal? So they they have one line of dialogue about it in the movie when the storm swallowed up Skull Island. She popped up. No. Uh, <laughs> so there's uh, Kong. In, in Kong Skull Island, the movie. Mm-hmm. There is a whole bunch of natives that live on this island, and they're actually pretty cool. And and John oh. C. Riley's character. Uh, befriends them because he's stuck there. Like he was from World War II, oh, which wow, was in okay. like 1945. Yeah, so and so he's been on there later. for decades. Yeah, and because they're visiting in 1973, so he's kind of made friends with the natives, and he understands them. And they have this little boat that he can drive around and shit. But uh, there, there was a whole tribe of people there, and so this little girl is from that tribe. But okay. most of them were wiped out when the storm came; it like okay. washed them all away. Yeah. So she's kind of like the last of her people, and uh, they they didn't have a scene that showed that. It was more uh, an example of them telling us what happened rather than showing it, because like I was like I said before, maybe there's a deleted scene where they actually show. Kong saving this little girl from the maelstrom as it swallows yeah. Skull Island or something, but that's what they say. So, like, I, I don't know. Um, um, but that, okay. that's her backstory. That's, okay, great. So now we're introduced to these guys, these characters, Kong's connection to the humans and whatnot. Um, and they g- embark on a adventure to the center of the earth journey to the center of the earth starring brendan fraser starring brendan fraser and tarzan yes um and they and they does it ever get better than that when you get like (laughs) brendan fraser and tarzan in the same room well they're george george of the jungle and george of the jungle yes uh why don't we get george of the jungle two's george of the jungle The well, shitty one. Why don't they just bring Brendan Fraser into the next uh, don't. Kong, the Godzilla verse movie? You can do that. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah, I mean, he needs work. He yeah. can do the voice of Godzilla or something. He's good at doing voices. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, so they they use Kong as their guiding or 
their guiding force to the center of the earth. Because somehow um, he just knows. Because because they need. He can smell it. Because they need a guide. Because there's a little like portal in which if they go through it, they they'll get lost, and that's what happened to uh, Tarzan's brother when he tried to do it the first time. Yes. Um, because that's that's Tarzan's connection to this whole Hollow Earth shit is that his brother he he wrote a book on it, and his brother he went on a fatal expedition. His brother went on a fatal expedition to the journey of this journey of the center of the journey. Um, yes. So his brother was Brendan. Fraser. His brother was Brendan Fraser. Okay. <laughs> wow, making all these connections, <laughs> like Brian Tyree Henry's yes. character, um, who apparently bathes in bleach. He, which, the what? <laughs> I mean, they just work to make him crazy. That's that's I, I the guess. whole. That's the goal of these six screenwriters. Yeah. Uh, My God. Yeah. They all. You know, they were all in one room doing a bunch of cocaine coming. Out I of this hope movie. so. Like, there's no way they weren't. Um, I hope they had a good time. None of them movie. were sober for this for this writing uh, this writing expedition they went on. It's like they, uh, they go into a room, uh, they pump cocaine and, and shit through the air vents, so they, they don't even... Oh! Yeah, so it, it's just, like, circulating there, and they they had them there for a week. Yes. And when they opened the doors, a week had passed, they didn't even realize it. I agree with you. And then they looked down on the table, and there was a script for Godzilla vs. <laughs> we didn't <laughs> even they, know that this was what they, we were doing. <laughs> they come, they, they sober up, and they're like, ugh! And they're like, they all have headaches. And yeah. they're like, fuck did we do in the, in the <laughs> middle of this? It's perfectly centered. Godzilla versus Kong. They're like, who printed this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly how this movie has come up with. That's how, I, honestly, that's how I think all of the movies in this universe have been come up with post-Skull Island. Because King of the Monsters was as probably. much of a yeah. as much of like a that was probably like a huge bender. Like, oh, absolutely. Oh, man, if, what do we do? Well, next? if you look at like the even the marketing for Skull Island and just Godzilla twenty fourteen were a lot different than these movies. Yes. Uh, and by these movies, I mean King of the Monsters and, and Kong versus Kong Godzilla. versus Godzilla. They were they were structured and and presented as more of like a it's like a spectacle. Not not as much a spectacle as like this is the story of how Godzilla or this is the story of this Kong. It, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like oh these monsters are fighting each other like this this is like a boxing match. Yeah 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 exactly like it's a pay per view fight. We're, yeah we're seeing and like we a, have exclusive we're access ads. to front row seats of watching these giant monsters duke it out. Yeah now now they're structured like that. Where, as before, they had kind of like it's interesting story. I would structure. definitely say that uh, Godzilla and Kong Skull Island were very character driven, character centric to a certain extent, of course, as mm-hmm. with most monster movies. But then uh, King of the Monsters and Kong vs. Godzilla are more story focused, where the story comes before the characters. Because yeah. you have to get these characters together. You have to have these things happen to further the story. To further the... To get these monsters to fuck each other. Yes. Which is what we're trying to get to eventually. And when I look up the Rule 34 later, I want to know why they're fucking. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> it's like the equivalent of watching the first five minutes of your, your favorite porno. Because <laughs> exactly. they have, have the exposition. You gotta know how the pizza guy gets there. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> Pretend I'm the pizza delivery so, guy. They get to the journey of the center of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, okay. Before that happens, okay. So they they get oh yeah Kong, the first they tangle me yeah they the two. they have him on a giant slab or whatever, and then Godzilla shows up and he's like Which, the I'm physics of this fight pissed. the physics of this fight are brilliant are just awful. <laughs> Isaac Newton having to be resurrected how, to how is this the giant monkey just chilling on this ship? Uh, he's heavily sedated. Not, not even that. I'm curious because if he turns to one side, that ship's to go. Yeah, up. it's capsizing. That ship's flipping. It's capsizing. Well, okay. I will say this. Uh, comparing that one to uh, King Kong from 2005, they completely skip over the logistics of that in that movie. It's just, oh, well, we got Kong, and then boom, we're in New York. 
They totally. Skip I over think that. that works so much better. I I don't think that we need to see. No, we we don't. But it still makes you like scratch your head. Like, how in the fuck did they get that giant gorilla from here to there? Well, um, they show they show the helicopter sequence where they where they carry him in, in yeah. that giant net. That made more sense to me. But they had to have him fight once before that. Yeah, and and so, so that makes me think that their first fight was actually a rewrite or something like that. Um, like the first draft may not have included that. The first draft might have only. You know included... what? I actually get that because I yeah. I would argue that nothing happens in that first fight. The first time they fight, yeah. I would say you could cut that entire scene out, and nobody would be like, uh-huh. "How did they get to the helicopter?" Scene yeah, because because if you if you cut from Tarzan says I need some help, and he's like, "Hey, I got Rebecca Hall's number." And she's like, hey, baby, you want a giant gorilla? I got something for you. And then oh. they, they just cut straight to the helicopters, well, no, dragging him to Antarctica. They do the sign language on the boat. They find out that Kong can use sign language on the boat. But I, I, I could argue that maybe they reworked. Because you remember, she's communicating to him in Antarctica. And maybe mm-hmm. that was the original first time. Like, oh, she can talk to him See, with that, sign language. That but, works. Structurally, yeah. that works so much better. Yeah. Um, but I'm just thinking it's a possibility. Um, it, it's. But what do we know? We like good scripts. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like to think that I have an understanding of how things work, but maybe I'm full of shit and I don't know anything. I mean, I agree with your version of it. I, I like that better. I like that Antarctica being the first time the f- first time we see Kong outside of his in, in, in enclosure. Now, with that said, I can definitely understand why... They would look at it and say, "Well, we need something to happen before yeah, that." Yeah, I mean, because from a studio perspective, because the movie like, would be too short. Fuck. Because the movie is just under two hours as it stands; it's like an hour fifty. And so, without that first part, that like first fight, that first I don't think you need or whatever two hours. It would have only been like seventy minutes, maybe. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. With which me. would have been which would have been fine. I think that would have been preferable. I, I think they may have sacrificed some other things, like more scenes with Lance Reddick, um, <laughs> more scenes with Brian Tyree Henry. I don't want to um, see the four hours director's cut of this. No, movie. well, not every movie it has a Snyder cut, but I guarantee you, every movie has scenes that are cut out. So maybe it's like you know the movie gets a video release and it's like oh well, there were these deleted scenes where Lance Reddick comes in and he's, he's dressed like Martian Manhunter for some reason <laughs> I don't no, know no this is a different guy it's Henry Mathis no this in, in this universe Lance Reddick is that guy that's funny <laughs> but um yeah I don't he, know his character doesn't even have a name he just no. pops up out of nowhere and he goes Godzilla's in China and so are we yeah. why are we in China well yeah because it's um He's the guy. So in in Godzilla, uh, there was Ken Watanabe and David Strathairn, and David Strathairn was the guy who had to stay next to Ken Watanabe and be like, "Hey, uh, something, something, plot exposition." <laughs> well, in this movie, that was Lance Reddick. Yeah, but they cut out all his dialogue. He so only has two he gave lines. No exposition. He just okay. Actually, he gave one line of his one line was exposition. Yeah. Exposition. He was like Godzilla. He's here. He's mad or whatever. And then, then they look over there and he's literally blasting a hole into the center of the earth. Yeah, and he's sh- shooting his fucking laser. Yeah, because Kong put the axe on the pedestal or he, whatever. He got the super secret star and Bowser was pissed. And they Deus Ex, ex Machina his laser through the center of the earth and it saved somebody. I was like. And then he screams down it. And it's like, that was cool, I guess. And then the best part of the movie is Kong jumps up through the hole. Oh, that was dumb. And then the gravity reverses again. And he, like, starts by, like, oh, I'm swinging out of the hole. And, and so, like, he, he jumped up, but he was falling. Because they're in the center of the earth, remember? And it's just like, what is happening? Uh, <laughs> and then, so then you've got their their heavy ships or whatever, their heaves, because you have to like prevent yourself from not heaving when you think about all this. When they were going into the center of the earth, it wasn't until they reached that zone that the gravity shifted. But when they're coming out, it's not until they reach the surface yeah, in the Hong Kong where the gravity shifts. <laughs> Well, because everybody knows that in China, the gravity is opposite. Yeah, because everybody walks upside down there, right? Yeah, everybody walks upside down. Yeah. (laughs) It totally makes sense. It it doesn't. It doesn't matter. (laughs) I mean, at that point, 
Kong got his axe. You're ready to see him fight Godzilla again. Uh, but Godzilla's Godzilla's story throughout this movie is he's trying to stop Apex Biotech from creating Mecha Godzilla. Yes. Um, Doomsday, if you will. Uh, he well, Mecha Godzilla yeah, is created by mustache twirling villain who hired Tarzan to go to the center of the earth. Um, who apparently had one of those heads of Ghidorah, which was hinted at at the end of King of well, the Monsters. Well, yeah, uh, Charles Dance goes in yeah. and, and finds it. And buys it. Who He probably just sells it to this guy. And he probably sells it to this guy, but we don't. I guess we didn't need to see that. He's not he in just, this movie. He just has it now. He just has it because they probably couldn't get Charles Dance back. Um, either they didn't have enough money... Um, but the budget was like $200 million for no, It was just like they had nothing for him to do. I mean, they could have still... They could have made him the leader of Apex Biotech. That would have that would have connected it more to King of the Monsters. Yeah, or they could have made him the guy who was driving Mechagodzilla. That just seems like they either didn't want to get Charles Dance out during COVID times, which, you know... Oh, yeah. Save him. Yes. Save, he's great. Yeah. I don't want him getting hurt by COVID. <laughs> uh... But mustache twirling villain and his Asian sidekick, they can, <laughs> those guys, they can hire them. Um, now, uh, now we got, now we're, we're, Godzilla is, just fought Kong. Well, Kong, Kong loses the first fight because it's in the in, ocean. It's yeah. in the ocean, so it's like, it's like Godzilla's okay. home turf. And, and, and this first fight takes place in the ocean, so it's just, Visually, it's it's nothing. It's unimpressive. You get to see Kong hop from from a, a carrier from to carrier. a battleship to an aircraft carrier, and they don't explode. The minute <laughs> and he they steps don't immediately on sink. He jumps from yes, them. It like like little, little whoop, like hopscotch, and then he grabs a plane that a guy is still inside, and he flings it at Godzilla. I feel like I'm taking cocaine while I'm talking about this movie. Just yes, like talking it, about how it was it's great. written it's great wow but yeah so their their you second fight high. their second fight yeah dude there's something magical about that popcorn that night i don't know what it was <laughs> <laughs> but like their their second fight uh he comes kong comes back he jumps up or down through the center of the earth depending <laughs> on your perspective he's got his axe now and it's supercharged and he's and and Godzilla fire blasts at him, and he absorbs it because he's like, yeah, this is special. He absorbs Uru. it. It's, it's Uru metal. He knows or exactly the what to do with it too. Yeah, he blocks it. Yeah, he blocks the. the it's fucking Thor's hammer, bro. Yeah, yeah dude, I tell you, it's made out of Uru metal, and uh, so he wins like the second round. But then Godzilla gets back up. And Kong is a little dumbass, and he should have just like left. I would alone. argue. I was gonna say. I would argue he doesn't win the second round because well, the second round isn't over. Just because Tarzan goes, looks like Kong won the second round. Oh yeah, because it's like well, Kong, Kong he knocked that. him down. He knocked him down. All he did was knock him down, and then Godzilla gets back but up then, and yeah, scratches he, the shit out of Kong yeah, he, and dislocates his shoulder. And, and he's standing on him, and his claws are digging into him, and he almost says Martha. But they basically they just scream at each other. <laughs> they scream at each other. And that's the Martha. Yes, that is. That's Martha. But he's like, you're a bigger monster than me. I should leave you alone. <laughs> yeah, and they never really explain why Godzilla doesn't just kill him right there, other than oh, I beat you. Well, and so other, he just than, other than we can't show that in this movie, that would make more sense. I, I bet as the director, he probably wanted that to happen because that for me, yeah, for me as like if I was the creative behind this, I think one of them should have killed the other one. Or, that... or like if if not kill him, then maybe maim him. Like he blasts Kong oh, in the yeah, face, definitely. and one of his, one of his eyeballs goes or something. Oh like yeah, that, that would have been cool. And so yeah, like half of his face, Kong? yeah, so half Hell of his yeah. face is gone. So he looks like Harvey Dent from The Dark Knight. Yes, and he grabs a revolver that's the size of King Kong's. But hands. all he did was fucking mm. dislocate his shoulder, then scream at him and was like, "I'll leave you alone." Yeah, now. and he's like, "No, I'm good." I'm Kong won. passes out, and uh, then and then uh, Mecha Godzilla shows up. Mecha Godzilla shows up, and little girl. Little girl comes down and is like, his heart is slowing down. And then uh, Tarzan and woman that they hire. Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall. Yeah. Um, who does a good job in this movie. I mean, she, she's a scientist. Yeah. That's what she is. She's a scientist. She does a good job. 
She's Kong's scientist. It's kind of like her character from Iron Man 3. Kind of exactly like her character from Iron Man 3. Um, Yeah. She... Same as in the universe, right? Her and Tarzan at the same time go, it needs a charge that's... Enough to light up Vegas. Enough to light up Vegas. And it's like, why, why were you both thinking that? It's because they needed a reason to justify Eliza Gonzalez being in the movie at all. So she had that one line earlier, but all oh, these heaves have enough charge to power Vegas for a week, and then they're like, "Oh, well, we oh, just that's use... what that was." That's what it was to? a callback to that line. And I don't even remember that line. It's God, okay because you remember that like, line. I only remember it because I thought it was really stupid, and I'm, but then I also thought in the back of my mind, <laughs> gonna that's be, gonna come back later. They're gonna on. say that later. <laughs> they have to. It's uh, it's part of the the formula. It's part of the formula of writing uh, for the, yeah. for the screen. You have to and have then, something then, that pays off later. And then they're like, "Oh, now now Tarzan's brave because they call the little girl called him a coward in the beginning of the movie, um, but with sign language. But with sign language, and he thinks that it means brave, which is like Haha, because lost Rebecca in translation. Hall lied to him <laughs> and said that that's what it meant. Lost in translation, so, dumb guy doesn't know that <laughs> he got called a coward. So he then calls. The little girl a coward, With thinking language. that it means brave, and she's like, "No, no, no, you're a coward." Yes, <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny thinking back on it. If it would happen in a different movie, maybe I would have liked it. But I, at this point, I'm just out of the movie because this is towards the end. Yeah, when my load has already been blown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, um, another thing though that I think they should have done was he should have uh, Tarzan should have died when he sets off that charge. <laughs> they were calling him Tarzan still. Yeah, I agree. I think that he should have died because it would have been a fine... Yeah, it would have been a fine fine character arc for him. But he doesn't. He he uses the the ship, the heave or whatever. Yeah, and and he gets away. To charge... It's a defibrillator is essentially what it is. It's a defibrillator, yeah. Um, he, He uses it to charge Kong's heart. Kong wakes up and he's like, Oh... Uh, Godzilla is fighting Mechagodzilla. I better go and help him. Um, and at this point, Mechagodzilla is no longer being controlled by uh, by the Japanese by guy. the Japanese guy. Uh, the Japanese guy is now dead because Ghidorah's yeah. consciousness took over Mechagodzilla and is now fighting Godzilla as Mechagodzilla, as, yeah. which is like, yeah. Ugh, I just had a aneurysm thinking about that yeah, i think my brain kind of folded in on itself it really did i mean it's it's a cool i is it it's cool? like okay if, I don't... if you take out all the exposition in this movie and only have the cool visual effects it totally works it, yeah absolutely but when, then when they say okay but we need to know why this happens and i get that i understand mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. but then it's like oh no my brain hurts <laughs> i'm melting i'm melting away <laughs> <laughs> why um so, so the, they, this, they team up. They he fight. Becomes Doom, Mechagodzilla. Mechagodzilla becomes Doomsday. Yes. He fights for oh. himself. Uh, God, Jeremy. I'm sorry. Uh, he, he fights <laughs> Godzilla because he, he recognizes Godzilla. He's like you. He, it's like how Superman recognizes Batman. Oh God! Cut. He's oh, like, God. do you bleed? <laughs> uh, it's so good. They don't talk. Yeah, they oh, just scream yeah, at each I, other. Absolutely. They're just like. <laughs> That's the one advantage this movie has over that shit is that they just scream. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then and then Mechagodzilla is completely outmaneuvering Godzilla. Um, and then Kong comes in there and he's like, two is better than one." And they and he rips Mechagodzilla's. They start fighting together, and yeah, it's like, and, then, and they they have a nice team up moment where Godzilla charges the axe with his fire breath. And then Kong uses the charged axe to finish off Mecha Godzilla. These, these creatures are so smart. Yes, they're so they're smart. They're they're so smart for the plot. It's oh god! Good lord, Jeremy! Oh, oh my god! I'm so are you sorry. good, bro? I'm dying over here. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's farting all the drugs out. He had to consume. <laughs> to, he had to consume to write this movie. <laughs> oh god! It, it smells mm. bad too. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So, but at this point, at this point, um, uh, we're at the end of the movie. They defeat Mechagodzilla. Uh, Kong rips his head off, and he's like, he puts it up, and he and he shrieks, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I'm the king of the monsters. And then um, Godzilla and him, of... Godzilla and him, stare at each other, and they go their separate ways, and it's like. 
That was the movie. It was like that was the film that <laughs> I just watched <laughs> for two hours. Good God, oh, Jerry. it really smells bad. That I'm smells so awful, sorry. dude. I don't Jesus even know what Christ. that's from. Um, <laughs> I and, and shit podcast brought to you by the chuck. And then and then the the. The icing on top of the the cake here is that they have this like everybody's in China at this point, right? Yeah. Everybody that we've introduced in the movie yep. is now in China. Yep. Because reasons. Well, it's, including it's, Kyle it's Hong Chandler. Kong. It's not China. Inclu- it's Hong Kong. That's China. No, it's not. That's China. We need to liberate Hong Kong. Where's Hong Kong? We need to liberate Hong Kong. Okay, Hong Kong is in China. Anyways. Oh my god, Jeremy, it's like lingering. We need to get out of here. Disgusting. We need to get out of here. You're disgusting. Uh, uh, so everybody's in China, including Kyle Chandler and Lance Reddick. Um, Kyle Chandler was more important in King of the Monsters. In this movie, he's got like five lines of dialogue. Yeah, there's not a lot for him to do. I, I don't know why he's in Hong Kong, um, except for I think there's reuniting a- at the end with Millie Bobby Brown, who is also in Hong Kong. It's just it's just a way for them to connect. Yeah, to to have some kind of. Oh, you're okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody's safe. The, I uh, think there was another line of dialogue that explained why, like, we're tracking Godzilla. He's going straight to Hong Kong. We better get there first. Like, yeah, I think that's, that's one of his five lines of dialogue. Yes. Um, and there, and everybody's okay. Uh, happy ending. Uh, great, great. Uh, actually, not the best movie in the world. Uh, ten out of ten. But I, I uh, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this about like a quarter chub. Okay. I'm gonna give it about a quarter chub. My my viewing experience was suboptimal for I guess the movie I was watching. Um, I was a bit too bit too in my head about it. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, because this movie has a seventy two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which I don't understand. I didn't. RT is weird. RT is weird. It's it's positive aggregate whatever. I um, I would say sixty percent on Metacritic, which makes a little more. I can sense see that. Yeah, I, feel like I that's, think that that's, that's a pretty even-handed score. I think. Yeah. Um. I as far as chubs go, I'd say it's maybe two thirds chub. Two thirds chub. Um. It's it's nothing special. It's it's giant giant lizard fighting giant gorilla to fight giant metal lizard at the end. <laughs> um. That's what the movie is. That's that's what it is. High value entertainment for. Two hundred million dollars. Yeah, two hundred million dollars. Not a thinking man's film. Definitely not a thinking man's film. Do not watch this by yourself if you're critical of movies. Uh, do I made the huge mistake of watching it by myself in my house at midnight. So don't do that. If you're gonna watch it, get a little high, get a little drunk. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, I I would say. I would say we're done for today, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, I He's think we had... still shitting I'm, his I'm pants. I'm sorry. He just moved away from the mic to go shit in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> fucking damn it, Jeremy. All right, we're fucking done. <laughs> we'll see you guys next uh, week. Yep, that's it for the chub this week. Uh, hopefully we won't shit our pants next time. See ya. <laughs>